Marketing Made Easy, the podcast. Now here are your hosts from Get Savvy Club, Anna Geary and Anita Baldwin. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Marketing Made Easy from the Get Savvy Club. Anna Geary and Anita Baldwin here. Hi Anita, how are you doing today? I am good today. I'm like, it's what is it, Friday afternoon, start of December, just have my birthday and I'm ready for weekend. Ready for Christmas? No, not not in the start, I've not bought a single present, haven't even got the decks out of the attic, let alone put them up. And I look out in our cul-de-sac and everybody's got all their lovely lights out. And uh, and do you know what? I'm starting to feel resentful because I haven't done it. And I'm thinking that's a lot of work to do. And I already resent doing it. We've done ours, but we don't, we don't go over the top to be honest. Me and the kids just like get, get the same stuff out that we always get out. I do. Every year I get, mm. and most of them are things that the kids have made. Um, mm. And, and yeah. the, our dog, when we got him and he was a puppy, he's chewed. And every year oh. I think, right, after Christmas, when everything's half price, I'm going to go and I'm going to buy a load of new stuff. And then after Christmas I go, oh, I'm done with Christmas. I can't be doing with that. And so I don't do it. Then no, next shove year, it all back up. Every year yeah. I put it in the, off, in, the, in the attic and I think, oh, I'll just put it there just in case, just so it's there for next year because – you know what I'll probably do, like you said, there is I'll get some better stuff or whatever, and then I don't, and then it's you like, can't oh, get it let me before see. Christmas because it's ridiculous, and the, yeah, you know exactly. it's going to be half price in like mm. a week, two weeks, whatever. Yeah, and then I always think to myself, oh, I wonder if I did like sort myself a new tree out. And then I go up and I go, oh no, I didn't. Mm. Well, <laughs> I, one one thing I did do last year is I bought some outdoor Christmas lights. We've never had any, and everybody Ooh. in this cul-de-sac uses them. And then I thought, well, obviously I'll test them. But I didn't. I've just put them, I've spent a fortune on them, put them in the attic. Can't even remember where I bought them from because I got them when I was um, taking Jack to an away football match and I went into a garden centre because I was bored. And um, so, yeah, I'm going to get those out and they won't work, will they? <laughs> Let's face it. Yeah, they will. That'll be like 50 quid wasted. Make it easy for yourself like how we do the get savvy club Make no what easy. i'm gonna do is my plan is just to get someone in to do it for me one day so yeah next year christmas yeah. up my house please this time next year i'll just hire in christmas and get them to do it. have you ever worked anywhere where um like you know like chains of pubs and stuff like that ever where somebody that that's what they have they have someone go around to each of them and they come and like they set up christmas for you it's really cool how they no. do it actually bring in a whole tree and the, everything's all like readily done and they just all the holly on the side on the windowsills and yeah it's pretty cool i've always been in offices where we go well i'm not doing it well i'm not doing it and we have a big old house to be straight in the tree why do you not want to do it (laughs) it's just boring wherever i've been i've like well maybe i am the person that loves to do it yeah yeah i yeah i love love doing it um so yeah so today's um episode is uh we've got the lovely uh natalie bailey with us who i've known um actually for few years we were we were in similar um networking spaces and we don't live anywhere near each other but we're just in similar networking spaces around sort of property world that i used to be in and um, we've kind of kept in touch and we, we had actually met up with each other a couple of weeks ago um at a, an event that we were at and i was like we still haven't sourced you out getting you onto our podcast so we kind of got definitely got around to making it happen because she's she's got a podcast as well and what natalie does is she helps people with confidence guys seriously you need to make a note of this and get this done by the way if you're listening right now which you should be um is we always get our guests to recommend a book at the end and that book is up for grabs so literally if you screenshot this episode and tag us on social media so put it put it onto instagram or wherever and tag either anita or i or the get savvy club itself in a post about that particular episode then you'll you can win that book so it's definitely worth doing so 
listen out for it. Um, but yeah, we went into a lot in this episode, actually. It was really interesting to hear how she works, what she does with people and how she helps them with their confidence. Do you know what? We did it, what was it, like three or four days ago? Usually we do this, um, the first bit and the last bit just after the interview and this time because we've just had a busy week we haven't got around to doing it because <laughs> my age I can't even remember what we talked about oh, we do. <laughs> well, I'm gonna have to have a listen <laughs> yeah you will do yeah but she she what's really great is she doesn't just uh, like help people with confidence in the normal way like she she embodies lots of different things so it's all lots of people are really oh great yes I businesses. remember talking about that and but she'll help them like she she's exercise is important for her she thinks people should look after themselves physically as well as just mentally it's not just about hustling and making them making the money it's about your whole lifestyle not just that you know focusing on making the money because i swear if you if all you do is heads down thinking about the money blah 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 blah. you'll wake up one day you'll have a pot of cash but you what you might be overweight or you might not be happy or you might have nobody around you might not have any people around you anymore so it's, it's good to get the balance right in your life of what your goals are what you're going for and um, i think it's just... as you get older really mm. like when you're young you can get away with it can't you, you can get away mm. with less sleep you can get away with like yeah eating a bit more and everything and you gradually learn as you get a little bit older that you can't and actually if you want to feel good every day you've got to think about what you eat and you've got to think about moving your body a little bit and then you know i don't want to live my life in with aches and pains so that's why i run every day because i'm too scared to stop <laughs> um and go to yoga and eat whatever healthy stuff not all the time but um but yeah it's about just having the easiest life you can isn't it and sometimes you have to put a bit of effort in for prevention rather than cure yeah for the long term rather than waiting until you it's too late and then being like oh i wish i'd just not ate that extra chocolate orange (laughs) i tend to do oh yeah or the mint matcha makers or whatever it is so yeah so right let's just get into this episode then shall we yes get into it get into it if you're enjoying marketing made easy the podcast from get savvy club use your podcast app to rate review and subscribe first of all thank you very much for having me and i love you guys and what you do so it's a real privilege Mm -hmm. to be a guest on your podcast thank you and i am a property developer and confidence coach i help people to get their inner confidence out and we're currently working on um, a new program at the moment, um, getting your inner rock star out. So we're, we're focusing on body confidence and um, so that you can embody all that you are and just be the best version of you because there's so much out there at the moment um, on social media of comparison, comparing this, yourself to fitness influencers and that feeling inadequate. And I don't believe that anybody should feel inadequate in themselves, in their body or any any version of themselves so that's what I do help people to be more confident in themselves and I like to create community so bringing people together that's really important we have a message better together because people need people and we do commercial conversions in our property side of things as well as service accommodation and but the the property development the conversions is what we're really excited about and one of the things we're doing at the moment we've got a 30 unit development in um, Bury St Edmunds and that wow. should hopefully be finished when next year. When you say 30 year. units, is that flats then? or what? So, yeah, what's so one, unit? two and three beds. A unit, yeah, it's oh, a yeah. home. So um, they're one, two and three bed homes. And we've got 16 of the 30 reserved already. Wow, and I should have been ready yet. So it's a really, really good That's scheme. That's good. When you do that, what is that? Like a group of people investing and you're just like managing it? Or is that all your money in there? Or how does that even work? So Can't you tell our next thing's property, Natalie? 
<laughs> I'm just always interested, you know, when I hear these things and nobody ever asks that question about yeah, yeah. does it work yeah. with the money? So I've decided to be the person that will just say it. You should the thing is it's a really good question to ask because a lot of people think it's really difficult or you need a lot of money. You do need some money. If anybody tells you you can do it with none of your own money, they're lying. Because mm-hmm. um, there's a there's a lot that goes into it, like surveys, fees, professional fees. But we work with private investors and bank finance. So we have people who invested um, in terms of helping with financial fees, the purchase of the property. And then we've got development finance, which funds the, the construction, the refurb, if you like. And then at the end, when we sell them, our investors are paid, um, the development finance is paid back, and then we get the profit after. Does that and answer How your long is that project from start to finish? How long? Okay, you this on it one then? will be about four years. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. That sounds quite stressful, actually. Yeah, I mean, it, it is a big project, and mm. there is a lot that goes into it. There's a lot of moving parts. Um, not all projects take this long. In fact, if you were just refurbing a, a single house, it might take nine months, 12, 12 months. But this went through planning. So we put a pre-app in, then a full planning application to get approval for the 30 units. So we had to wait for that. We had to wait for the right time of year to do bat surveys. Then there was lockdown, so things became slower. So everything's just been a lot slower than we would have liked. Um, but... I mean, it, it depends on the size of the scheme and your, your planning as well, because councils can be notoriously slow. Yeah. But and we've got a really good estate agent on board. So that's why the, the sales are coming along a lot quicker than if we didn't have a really good marketing team. Well, actually, a little fun fact for you here, Anita. You've actually met Natalie's mum, who's a business partner as well, Paula. Um, when we went to London once, we went to, um, yeah, we went to a... Um, went along to a, like a property thing um just we were going oh, yeah, to be yeah. there anyway and i said there's this thing it's before way before lockdown um and we we did say hi to her there as well so you have actually met her business partner and her mum on that, that oh, side yes. of things what i love natty about what you do especially with the confidence coaching so there's a lot of confidence coaches out there isn't there mm. there's a lot of people telling you to do this or be this or step into yourself get yourself seen and heard and whatever mm-hmm. but you don't just um talk about like confidence as in mentally confident you you get people on board to get physically active as well like there's no point like you mm-hmm. going to see Natalie you think that you're not going to have to step up you're not, it's not going to turn you into a bodybuilder don't get me wrong <laughs> but she is going to expect that you, you're going to get on board with like exercise is good and healthy eating and things like that so it's it's far more than just getting your confidence boosted it's, it's the whole whole thing because you're you're into I'm with you there you? you're right yeah. it is the yeah. whole thing isn't it it's, it's no point feeling strong mentally and you know weak physically exercise does so much for you like your health you have one body if you're not looking after it you, you're going to have a pretty shitty life like let's let's be honest you need like tons of energy you need but you also need to know when to rest and when to step back so looking after your body is going to help you to look after your mind so a bit of physical exertion never harmed anybody (laughs) but no I'm not going to turn you into into a bodybuilder but um unless that's what you want of course but the thing the beauty about exercise and health and the way it all works is it helps your mental health and it's it's a known not cure but yeah even cure for depression lots of mental like mental illnesses um when i did my pt course i did exercise referral to be able to work with people with different kinds of disabilities and mental health is one of those so 
and part of the reason it's good for that is because of the endorphins you release like it helps you to regulate your hormones and you you know you you feel when you're physically stronger you are mentally stronger i read a thing once and it said if you you know somebody offered you something that would make you have stronger bones better skin and circulation you'd sleep better you'd feel pain less you'd be happier um you know all things like that people would be queuing around the block the doctors to get that tablet and actually it's exercise it will do all those things for you all you have to do is get out there just get outside and move your body You run every day, don't you, Anita? Yeah, and it's a great barometer for your mental health, actually, because sometimes you you don't even realise you're having a low day or whatever, and you go out running and you find it really hard that one day, and you think, oh, am I really struggling today? Or maybe it's because this happened yesterday, or I haven't had enough sleep or whatever, and it kind of just resets you, kind of tells you more about yourself when you do regular exercise, I think. It really does, and it it is like a barometer. I like that. I like that phrase. It makes a huge difference to how you see yourself as well i think a lot of people they they put off exercise because of the the pain i'm using air quotes <laughs> um, <laughs> of, of the doing it rather than thinking and focusing on the feeling of after and then the the good impact that has on your life the smug feeling you get when you've been out yeah. and done it it's awesome oh yeah because I, I don't really talk about running a lot because i think i could be the world's most boring person but i am evangelical about it and I sort you know I've been through some difficult times when I was getting divorced and things like that and I've literally running is like a friend because it always makes you feel just that little bit better about Mm -hmm. yourself and about your day and what have you and it's just yeah it just you never say I wish I hadn't had that run or I wish I hadn't done that exercise you never know exactly yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. whereas like I say you've got to find something you enjoy because you ain't never gonna see me doing any running right (laughs) I hate I running. Well, I actually, I am really fast at sprinting. I hate running, but I love like I, running. I won, have actually won the um the the mum's run at the school because I'm fast at running short yeah. amounts. Like so, if I need to run for the bus or things like that, fine. But pounding the streets every morning, no. But I, you know, he's finding other things, isn't it? Like maybe yeah. weight the training. Thing with, the thing with running and you do walking is it's mm. so easy. You put your trainers on. You like going to the gym for me is like I don't know 10, 20 minute drive to the gym. Then you're there for an hour. Then you have a shower, and it's like two hours out of your day. And I don't have time for that. Whereas running, I can be out and back in forty minutes, and I've done you know five mile run and that's it ticked off so it's just really efficient i think yeah. that's a really good point actually is not just finding something you enjoy but finding the time to do it making yeah. the time to do it yeah. will help you massively because although you, you say you hate running you enjoy the after feeling mm. you've decided that that's what you're going to do so you make the time if you really wanted to go to the gym you you would but yes. that's not that's not the thing that's going to get you the results that you want because you're just going to feel like you're spending too much of your time out there and you're missing out on other things. So I think that's a really important point to, to yeah. make sure that you find something that fits into your life yeah. and, and that gets you the results that you want rather than trying to do something to fit in with fit in with somebody else's plan. Yeah, and, and also really not important. to feel bad. Yeah, if you like yeah. for me, I'll, I'll go for my walk. And it's not, yeah. I know that if she's running a five-mile walk and I'm doing a 45-minute no, if you're doing a run, five mile run, and, I'm, and I go out and I do like a 35 minute walk, for example, there's no, of course, one's probably going to burn more calories than the other, but they're both viable exercises. Walking is so good. It's good to go out and actually, yeah, do something. Yeah, it's really, really good for you walking. It's like, it's what we were born to do, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Getting outside. Like, yeah. get outside. Yeah. Yeah, it's the outside bit that really helps me. Listen, and then I get to listen to my books as well. And yeah. things. so it's a dual thing. It's not just 
like if I ever forget my um, headphones, I annoy myself. Oh. Walk along, I think. Or worse, if I forget my Fitbit, it's like it's not happened. If yeah, I'm not that. I've got to do this walk before. if I haven't got my Fitbit on. Um, it doesn't exist. It's not out there. But yeah, but don't get my free cinema tickets for doing it. Then it's not. There's no point. Yeah, you're on like you're proper. You're so easy to self do. <laughs> A free coffee. Like, what do you get like, you've just got to do 10 pounds so I'm like I easily do that I'm in <laughs> free cinema free coffee yeah yeah <laughs> um, I want so free stuff so, for, for exercising yeah it's is it vitality vitality is yeah not, it's, it's not as good as it used right. to be but it's still quite good Who who's your ideal client who's your dream client and who do you love to work with the most we've been going through a bit of a transition with this actually I've worked with all types of people and whilst you can help everyone you can't help everyone and actually, I found yeah. the the best people who get the best results working with me are those people that have just come out of a job and starting on an entrepreneurial journey, whether that's property or something else. Um, and they need that lift of coming from employment to I don't really know what to do that transitional period um, yeah. of, of having a team to not having a team so knowing that they've got a support network which mm. is why like i love the community to make sure you're surrounded by the right people yeah so being able to help people sort of at the beginning of their journey just to really find that confidence to go out and make make the most of their life and what they really want to create they're the people that that we tend to get the best results with however I have and do work with people further along their journey and they're just a bit lost, a bit stuck. They've been doing the yeah, same thing. Plateaued things, a bit, feel, yeah. Feel, feel, feel like they need a change because they've, mm. yeah. Well, they maybe didn't get the help at the start and so they haven't almost set it up right mentally. Yeah. yeah. So it's that rejigging, reshift that mindset back into a place of, okay, remembering why they started on their new journey, their new chapter of life in order to then create the next chapter. And that's really exciting seeing that transition and that change. And I like, I love, I love it when people go from uh, one of the guys I work with, the very first Zoom call we did, um, it was a group call, the very first Zoom call he came on. He, ne he didn't, he, I don't think he even said hello, he just sat there. And now he does Facebook Lives, invests in property. Oh, wow. He's like, he's absolutely phenomenal. Like goes to the, the gym. He actually stopped running now. <laughs> he used to run a lot. Um, but he's just a completely transformed person from like not wanting to speak to being the person who speaks the most. I think that's, yeah. that's, that's really rewarding for me, seeing that change in people. It's that's all huge. in us, isn't it? It's just yeah. finding the right support like you say and the right yeah. the right words to get someone to bring it out of you i love that saying if you think you can't i think you can either way you're right and it's mm -hmm. true isn't it it's about that self-belief but sometimes you can't find that on your own can you yeah. no i think everybody needs a hand every now and then like, i i used to think that i was invincible and i didn't need anyone and i just pushed everyone away but that didn't that didn't actually serve me. It didn't get me to where I wanted to be. It wasn't until... You can only get so far with that, can't you? Because I was yeah. very much that kind of person. Like, yeah, me if, too. If it's meant to be, then it, it's up to me kind of a person. You know, like literally like, yeah. I've got to go out, I've got to work hard, I've got, to, I've got to do it all kind of thing. And then, yeah, like you say, you don't need anybody else. You, you'll make your way there. Having support, like bouncing ideas from off of different people makes a huge difference. Like I was on a course this weekend then if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't have created what I did because I wouldn't have had the input from other people. Yeah. And if you don't ask other people for help, you don't know what other people need. 
and that's yeah. that's the main thing isn't it if you're, you're out there trying to serve other people you can have all the ideas in the world for what it is you need but you're not you're not there to help you you're there to help you're, you're often at the very bottom of your own list if you're even featured on it at all aren't you yeah but it is important to put yourself first yeah 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 definitely. team yeah. selfish time. selfish is not negative it's an aspiration you have to fight um to, to maintain being selfish yeah. as well like the older you get and things the more you have to like go out of your way to keep that selfishness because when i when i got pregnant with my daughter loads of people said why are you gonna be a mom like that's ridiculous like you could you won't be able to like so selfish you never do anything that you don't want to do you literally, literally i wouldn't but i would never like fluff anything either so if someone says do you want to do this thing or whatever i'd just say no because yeah. i don't want to i wouldn't mm -hmm. say i can't sorry because i've got to do this and then i was just a bit go, go like i'd have friends that asked me to go to their i have one friend she had twins and she said do you want like uh, inviting me to the um christening I said nah I said, what time to go to Kristen? So I'll buy a present for them, but I'm not going to Kristen. No, you're all right. Um, so I just wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't care. So they were like, oh, well, when you've got a child, you're going to have to put, you know, you're going to have to put that baby first and things. And yeah, I get it to a certain extent you have to, but I still maintained and held on to the, I'm still, it's like um, have a go at the, um, when my son goes tennis, he stopped doing it now, which he's slowly learning, but I'll drop my son off at, I'll go to tennis and the coach always goes, Oh hi, Rocky, and then he always goes, "Hi, uh, morning, mom," and I'll go, "It's Anna." Like, and and, he, and he's because uh, he doesn't even say like it's Rocky's mom either. He just goes, "Morning, mom," and I'm like, "I'm not generic mom." Like my name's Anna, and I kind of joke, but kind of not, because it's like, is it that hard to like know that my name's Anna? You know, like uh -huh. I, you know, I use his name to him. He probably thinks he's being cute. No, he's not now. He's been put in his place. But yeah, it's it's tough to be selfish and maintain the selfishness. Um, but it's it's so worth it and it's but it's better for everyone in your life if you like yes. that as well it's not just yeah. good for you it's good for everyone because then everyone gets the kind of they get the best of version you. of you mm. i yeah. think that's really important version. in building confidence mm. in yourself as well to, yeah. to be able to go now hold on i'm doing this for me so that actually you get the best version of me later on because if yeah. i don't do this i'm just going to end up being horrible so yeah what do you want and as a role model to like people in your life and your children and everything that it's okay to put yourself first and then when they go on to do it they can do the same as well yeah definitely yeah it's good life skills so what is it like then working with your mum like are you just is there any like so your mum is your business partner isn't she because we yeah. said this before but, we started but recording, like she's a bit she's a i know we didn't she we moved because i'm yeah, I know I know Natalie for a while. So we're in similar circles and things. And so I know that she doesn't like live with a mom or anything like that because because she's like you've lived in Ibiza for a while, didn't you? And Barbados and different different oh Mallorca, not Ibiza. Yeah. But yeah, been different places. So it's not like you're you're not like in your mum's pocket, but it must be like a different um dynamic working with your mum, I imagine, than other people. So how do you kind of get around that? Apart from going um, and moving in another living in other countries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why I lived abroad. <laughs> no, um, my mum's my, my great. So we had some, I mean, obviously there's tension sometimes with business partners and when you're as close as we are as um, mother and daughter, you have to set boundaries because otherwise it's just like you, you can almost be worse or more horrible to someone that you're closer to, not meaning Absolutely. to. We've both realised when that was happening and it gets shut down like there's there's no like things going any further and then the next sentence is fine so that's really good but what we did was to figure out who does what what am i good at what is she good at 
um, and what do we enjoy doing and luckily enough it turned out that I liked doing what she didn't like doing and she was good at doing what I didn't like doing and wasn't good at doing so delegating those tasks made it a lot easier for us to be able to get on better I mean obviously we check each other's work to make sure I mean you should always do that anyway um, but that but makes it, you a great team doesn't it yeah you know we support each other we listen to each other um, and like I say, we're not in each other's pockets. We are two separate people, but then we do come together and people like it when they see us together, which is really nice. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, in the, in the beginning, especially because we both did completely different things, it was a lot, a lot more difficult. But you find a rhythm, you get to know what's what. And she can work really late sometimes and I have a cutoff point. I'm like, no, I need to wind my brain down because I, I don't sleep well. Um, so she, she used to send me stuff at like 11, 12 o'clock at night. I'm like, you know, that's not going to responded to. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> we, send each other, we send each other things at any old time, but we know yeah. like it's not necessarily going to get looked at. It's just for me, I'm like, get it's, it, it's gone, it's there. When I, when, yeah. yeah, when it's there. I know she's game over for her at like eight, eight, eight night. Eight. <laughs> Yeah, not an evening person <laughs> at all. No, even when, when we do masterclasses, sometimes we have to do them a bit later, you know, like if because we, we just think, okay, right, okay, the people need to get the kids in bed or whatever it is, and then we're going to do a masterclass. At the end of it, she's oh, I'm so tired, I need to go. But we haven't even like brought things forward a bit, haven't we, because of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah just because knowing, we've, we've we said this is we are morning people this is our business it has to fit mm. in around us yes people have got you know kids and they need to put them to bed so we will facilitate that as best as possible but it also needs to be selfish about what suits us as well doesn't it yeah because otherwise yeah. you're not going to run an effective business if you're not doing things at the right time it. for you it's yeah. it's it's not why you got into business is it it's yeah. you, you want to create a better life for yourself and more freedom yeah. you need to work on yeah. your terms and set those boundaries so for everyone listening who, and this is everybody, I think, who occasionally has like struggles with confidence or self-belief or whatever, what are your best tips to just kind of reset yourself on a daily basis? Very good question. So one of the things um, I tell everybody to tell themselves, looking in the mirror every day, I am amazing. It sounds so simple, but some people can't do it. Mm. Um, the reason that I say to look yourself in the mirror doing it is so that you really see it, you start to believe it. And it sounds a little bit woo-woo and yeah. a little bit out there. Um, talking to yourself, it's the first sign of madness, but I'm a massive advocate of the yeah. first sign of madness. Oh, I always talk um, to with you. Um, and it wasn't until I started doing this that I saw that it worked. And it's, it works for every single person that I tell to do it. Tell yourself every single day, not just in your head, you say it out loud. And then you start to look yourself in the mirror and say it, you look yourself in the eye, you start to trust yourself more. And you do start to believe the words that come out of your mouth. Um, and then you do start to feel better. And so I give you a challenge for the next seven days is to look yourself in the mirror every day and say, I'm amazing. And then see how you feel at the end. And I guarantee you that you will feel a lot more amazing by the end of it. Great um, challenge. The other thing, and um, to reset, if you're feeling like a bit worthless or things aren't quite going the way that you want things to, is to, to reset and take stock. And this is something I know a lot of people teach and um, is to sit and write a list of 50 things that you're good at or 50 things that you've achieved. And 50 is a big number. It's really not. And you'll find often, I find often that a lot of people, they carry on. 
they get to they struggle in the beginning they struggle yeah. probably midway and then they go and they go and then they start to and they go beyond 50. you think throughout your entire life all of the things that you've achieved you may have bought a house you may have left your job got married got divorced and um, you've learned to tie your shoes <laughs> <laughs> learn to tie your shoelaces learning to walk and talk and things like that you might be great at speaking to people or you might be great on the phones you might be great at procrastinating for example <laughs> you might be really good at swearing and dropping the c-bomb when you're not supposed to my but husband. all of these all of these things <laughs> front of the kids <laughs> all of these things add up to make you who you are so looking at yourself doing something like that, it helps you to go, oh, hold on a minute. I've achieved all of these things. I am capable. I can do the next stage. Because it gets you to start looking at yourself in a different way. And if you haven't done that task, please go ahead and do that and then report back. <laughs> I've done it before years ago, so I might do it again. Yeah, Yeah, because 50, so that sounds a lot. But you're right, then when you start... I don't even know why. Last time I did it, I think I was. I've um one of my eyes doesn't work properly, so I, I remember I was in the um going for a checkup at the like at the eye part of um Leicester Hospital, and like literally they make you sit there forever because if somebody's rightly so because if somebody's had like an arrow shot into their eye, they're going to fast track the queue, aren't they? Because it's like <laughs> yeah. it's more important That's than my checkup. Looks a little bit squiffy now. My checkup, yeah, my <laughs> checkup. Um. I remember doing it there actually and just like just scribbling down and obviously I can never read it afterwards because my writing's so bad <laughs> but yeah just like number four number five number six, yeah and just like writing yeah, over and over again yeah it's and it's good to revisit and it's good to look at so whenever you have those moments of self-doubt again whip that out and um, read it and even read it out loud you know you're saying about saying out loud it, yeah. it sounds different than when you say things in your head because you're actually physically hearing it. And so you're almost hearing yourself back to yourself and it starts to, it goes in, it goes into your brain in different ways. Mm. And, and another tip to get more confidence in yourself and, and to build a stronger mindset is to do things that scare you. Yeah, I love this. Um, face your fears because fear is an important part of life. It tells you you're human. It tells you you care and that's okay. But also your body has that same physiological reaction when you're scared as to when you're excited. So you could like think about going on a roller coaster. You have the adrenaline building up. You might not want to get on it. You know, your heart's racing. Your palms might be sweating. You, you don't know what to do. But you're there and you're strapped in and you go and you love it and you scream and you enjoy it and you get off and you're like, oh, that was amazing. That's what life is I like. cried the last yeah. time I went on a roller coaster. I was so scared. The kids went, why are you crying? Well, I'm so real like I'm not. I'm not crying. You're crying. Do you know what I get scared of? I get scared, right, of getting stuck in it. You know, like... Oh, uh, yeah. And people listening to this now are going to think, oh, I didn't know Anna was like... 28 stone i'm not like it's not like i'm like overweight and i'm gonna get oh you mean as in not the thing stops and you're stuck yeah no i mean you're at the end and then the thing pushes up like a mind don't and loads of times mine doesn't because i'm too quick to try and get out so then it does lock and i'm like oh shit it's not like (laughs) but then your mind up thinks like oh no this is gonna i don't know why Just, You'll be stuck going round and round. Yeah, <laughs> again. You've done what kind of things have you done there? Yeah, I, like, I love going on the rides. I'm not bothered about the rides. It's just at the end getting stuck. I, I'm I'm great because you need someone to hold your bags. Bag holder. I am that yeah. person. Yeah, I love to have those people. So, yeah. what things have you done then, Natalie? That you've got because I've seen <laughs> clips of you do bits and bobs and things like that. What things have you done then that have scared you in this way? 
uh, climbed a tree. I got stuck up it and <laughs> stuck on the last branch. I climb friend. trees all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I was stuck on the last branch. I was with um, someone I went to primary school with, it's like my oldest friend. I was like, Dan, I can't get down. I was like, gonna have to call the fire brigade. I was like, I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> embarrassing. A cat this... stuck up the tree. No, it's Natalie. Yeah. No, it's Natalie. Um, <laughs> this branch was probably a foot above my head. So we're talking, we're only talking about six, six foot up. Um, eventually I jumped down. I was like, you're not gonna die. You've got this, your body's gonna work. If the worst comes to the worst, you get there, you flop, you roll. Like you, you, you and I got it. I got, I jumped, I got off, I was fine. Um, I did a public speaking course so that I could do public speaking and that helped That's me get over that fear. fear. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But for me, what that went back to was being in school and giving presentations. Mm. I hated doing presentations, mm. but yeah, I did drama and I performed um, a fellow at the Globe. That's funny. So mm. it was really interesting figuring out, oh, hold on, it's not that I'm scared of performing. Mm. It's knowing my subject and finding my stage. Mm. And yeah, yeah. I, I can not, really, not really like resonate with that because I did performing arts at school and I, would, I played like loads of different things and whatnot. And then when I very first went to a networking meeting, I had to stand up and give my 60 seconds. Like mm -hmm. I shook, I went red and I was annoyed with myself because I was like, what the fuck is wrong with yeah. you? Like you can do learn all these lines and do all this stuff, but yet here just standing up saying what the stuff that you know yeah it was like it, it was really but the a thing strange is that thing. I'm sure the more that you've done it the better you've got and yeah, yeah, I think especially the beginning for people like you say that was your first networking meeting if people are new to what they're doing they don't have as much confidence in what they're doing because they're new to it so you're going to feel a little bit more apprehensive about saying this is who I am and this is what I do because it's new but the more you practice and the more you know you 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 say things out loud and the more you you know go along your journey and build the business then the better it's going to become so it's just a case of it's not it's not hard it's just new yeah it's not, like doing the podcast even doing the podcast was like really like now it's just same. a real fun part of like what we do it's really fun yeah. isn't it like yeah I love know, it. it's one of the really best bits it. of it yeah. of having a business is doing this but the fact like do you know what natalie no we went on that podcast training we're in the same sort of thing that we went through weren't we yeah and um I've I actually got all the stuff I've got it down here actually all the gear and then I never did the stuff for ages and it wasn't until I actually started working with Anita and even then we still took this bloody case of all the equipment around and never year got around to setting it up. that case from yeah not went. actually doing it till actually yeah. we finally got around to actually getting it done but we yeah didn't now, use anything in the case no we, still don't. we found a guy that helps us just get make it a lot simpler our podcast yeah. producer makes it a lot simpler but yeah it's just uh it's you just have to you it? just have to do it it's like like having external accountability set a date say you're doing it do it and it's what yeah. story you tell yourself isn't it so acknowledge that you feel a bit afraid of this and you're going to give it a go anyway rather than say oh well i can't do that because of this and you kind of make excuses that yeah. enable you to not do things because you're scared of it. it's okay to we say, call our clients out don't we need to with that yeah, it's okay to say yeah. the thought of that scares the shit out of me but i'm going to yeah. give it a go and that's yeah. fine isn't it yeah and then you're trying at yeah. least you're, you are giving it a go rather than just hiding away and not doing anything because that's not going to help you move forward. I just need to like, do my website first. That's the common one. <laughs> you've done, you've, you've done that. You've done the course. You've got the knowledge. You've got the 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 training. You don't you don't need to do anything else. Like you you can't keep waiting. Life's too short to be miserable. 
Mm-hmm. It's time so to... when I started running and I was really worried in case anyone I knew saw me. So I used to wear like these big like yoga trousers that were all baggy and really like when it rained, they dragged it. And then I'd tie something around my waist and I'd wear and I'd just cover up. And then if someone ever said, oh, I saw you running, I'd be cringing. And then after I've done that, you know, a hundred or now I go out and I literally, I'm in full running gear and I wear, you know, like lycra and everything and when I used to take the kids to school I'd walk them up to school like I'd Vaseline my face and I'd put all my woolly hat on and I'd walk them up to school looking like that and drop them off and then go running and I honestly didn't don't care if yeah. anybody sees me like that but I've, I've had to build up to that over the years at first I was like oh, what if someone sees me I can't go out running and so many people let things stop them when actually it's just like you say give it a go get used to it and then you'll stop caring about the things that you thought were important yeah because they're not important yeah. like if if you think ask yourself the question will this matter in five years time no then just yeah. go ahead and do it yeah. but i'm i'm the same with the gym like i'm i come out of the gym an absolute mess like <laughs> you want yeah. to stay away because i smell my hair's a mess my, makeup <laughs> I is smell. my, my so, husband says he smells rubber why do you always smell rubber after you've been running <laughs> maybe it's the light could come in i don't know yeah. but it's it's for me it's it's that's part of who I am and mm. I, I don't care that I look like that sometimes because I'm doing that for for the for the bigger benefit perverse yeah. as so, well I like that I can look so bad because I think that that makes a bit of a contrast when I look okay yeah. and lots of times I'll bump into people who I see running a lot and they go oh I didn't recognize you like that <laughs> I can look human. Yeah, I think it's it's because uh, that's the thing with a lot of girls these days is it, they care. Well, actually, they used to when we were probably younger as well, but care about what they look like, and or, or a lot hangs on like them being good looking. And often you can meet people that you can clearly see that maybe they were really good looking when they were younger. And now, obviously, they just yeah. got older. People get older. That's why, and then that they lose their confidence because a lot of their personality and a lot of what they were about was being good looking when they were younger. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was. <laughs> Ladette, tomboy, Budweiser, swigging knob. So nothing about me ever got like attached, like looks to the equation at all. So I think that's kind of been a superpower. Because people say, "Oh, why are you so confident to press the live button or do this?" And this? Because I'm, I don't in my head think of myself as somebody that was stunning or whatever. And people are going to think, "Oh God, she's looking older or whatever." Because that's not ever been part of who I am. But I can understand if people were uh attached a lot to that when they were younger being super good looking yeah. and now because we all get older you know it's not isn't even if that's the thing that's that's a mindset shift as well mm. because just because you're older doesn't mean you're unattractive you're just older. yeah exactly but people think way. that but, yeah mm. exactly but people think oh god i was that and uh, they're clinging on to that youthful look because mm-hmm. they think that's what it's what different. is attractive but yeah. it obviously isn't um no. so yeah it's, it's it's interesting i've got actually family members that i won't say their names but i've got family members that 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 is the case because they had like when they were younger people you know men used to fall over themselves they had like one man could do that job for them one man you know like they're basically just all these puppety dumb men around doing whatever and now <laughs> she's not that young anymore and it kind of she feels that that's kind of she's losing that power she needs to it, embrace so. who she is yeah yeah use your personality it's, power of your personality that's yeah, if you're too good looking you don't develop a personality yeah because you just don't need it do you i've yeah, got personality i'm amazing looking what are you on about yeah <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> you are but i meant as in at school often when you look at people you know well, that's actually a really important point to you know have a personality think about all the things you enjoy what you want to do get out there and don't attach who you are to how you look it's yeah. important to 
love the way you look and to love your body and to embrace it but isn't the be all and end all it's not everything that of who you are you know yeah it's even harder these days actually with um you know it was just revealed that tiktok's algorithm um focuses on more attractive people and showing them up in feeds and what they consider to be traditionally attractive and yeah so they were just called out on that and so that's what our young people are seeing all the time rather than just Mm -hmm. very real people who are just and all the filters yeah yeah it's just not what people look like some of the early instagram crap me up look i look yellow look jaundiced you know like when (laughs) i was saying you know careful using all these filters because if you get um kidnapped and they send someone for you no one will know what you actually look like (laughs) because people always say to me and anita oh you're just the same when we meet you in real life we're like okay we do dick about i dick about filters. i don't use filters because i'm not clever enough (laughs) I don't yeah, have Snapchat, just... so I just have a phone. Often I'll yeah. take it and I'm just like, that's rubbish, and I'll too late posted yeah. it. Anyway, cool. two questions we always ask all of our guests are, the first one is, uh, what makes you savvy? Because we're the Get Savvy Club. My brain. Has mm-hmm. anyone ever said that before? <laughs> no. Has no, anybody ever said that before? I don't think they have, no. think they have. not no. like just, no. a, they might have got in a roundabout it's way. It's more of a personality thing, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So I I would say I'm really good at building relationships with people who are going to not just help me, but who I can help too. And and leveling up my social skirt sir, circle circle. <laughs> so I rarely wear a skirt. I don't know where that came from. Um, <laughs> it's been something that I have done very, very well and that has really helped me. So I would say the the connections that I've built has made me a lot savvier. Fabulous. And the other question is to recommend a book, a business book, a development book, anything that you can, yes. that's helped you. So I am currently listening, re-listening to, I think this is the third time I've listened to this, and The Courage to Be Disliked. And I really Who's like that by? It. it is by... I love it when people it like re-listen because I think there's a... It's, often where you're at in your journey and you'll take what you want from the book that's meaningful and then you change you go through your journey and listen again you go oh now i'm taking this from it and it's really didn't hear that bit last time yeah yeah courage to be disliked the japanese phenomenon that shows you how to free yourself change your life and achieve real happiness ichiro kishirimi i'm gonna look that up absolutely i've got no clue how to write that down and fumi take Koja. So it's like this philosopher talking to a young guy and the the lessons that he gets. And he says that freedom comes from basically being okay if people don't like you. Not that you intentionally set out to have people dislike you, but being okay if they don't. Because that means you're living true to who you are and true to yourself. You're not trying to just do things and pleasing other people. Because by just pleasing other people, you aren't living your life in in the way that you really should be because you're just basically people pleasing if you really want to be free do the things that you want to do and that you enjoy and if people don't like it they don't like it but being okay and accepting that is the way to freedom and then therefore more confidence in yourself and what you're doing how can people find more about you i'm everywhere i'm natalie arabella bailey on instagram facebook linkedin uh clubhouse i am on tiktok um i'm not up there <laughs> on tiktok at all um but also i have um i do have a website natalie.arabella.com um but yeah my instagram's my my thing at the minute i'm really enjoying i like pictures 
Confidence Mastery Unlock Your Life we have episodes out every Monday and we are just coming up to our 100th episode if you're enjoying Marketing Made Easy the podcast from Get Savvy Club use your podcast app to rate, review and subscribe awesome interesting lady and topic after my own heart definitely because um, confidence is the key to everything isn't it we've been uh, not you you've been doing it for years but I've been working on mindset and things like that and it's all about um just knowing that you've got it all in you and you can you're okay and you know getting out on social media and it's all about confidence um and it's like a superpower once you have it it's worth doing for any aspect for business for personal for every aspect of your life and i loved the things she said about um writing down the 50 things that you like about yourself because it does sound like a big number doesn't it but yeah i, I haven't 50... actually done it yet but yeah. i will do 50 things you've achieved is what like is what she said so you have to like... oh no i'm gonna write down 50 things i like about myself <laughs> 50 things you like about yourself <laughs> so just as useful, well you do it? that then but it should be what you've achieved 50 things you've achieved or like you know so it's not yeah about you about I think either done. would be useful wouldn't it? but yeah good, really good yeah. so yeah the book she talked about the courage to be disliked is interesting that it's written by Japanese people as well who are all about being polite and fitting in so to say that they're happy not to fit in I'm definitely yeah. going to look up that one I was telling my husband about it the other day so we're a bit obsessed yeah. with Japan you know we want to go and live there for a while yeah. but, um, help well I am um, children you're like because I actually I've got a, a guy that I um just happened to sometimes Podbean does this right. I go on to Podbean to look at something to do with this, and he just starts playing me a bloody podcast. Anyway, this one caught my ear. If you want to, if you want to say, and I started listening to it, and it was this guy. I've asked him to. I've sent him a message. His people a message to get him onto our podcast as well, actually. But he lives in Singapore, but had lived in Japan from like nice, 1995, yeah. 96 from from the UK. Uh, but he went there then to teach English, so he'll know a lot about it. Interesting guy then, yeah, I can know where, where I should live. So yeah, that's my aim. Yeah. When uh, the kids don't need me, even though they just won't they don't spend need, any time they don't with need me. you now. They, they need me now there. And I say, Oh look, because you were just and I had to like um con my daughter yesterday so look, there's something I really need to talk to you about. Just come sit in the lounge. And then just kept like putting it off and putting it off, and then she went, What is it? And I went, Nothing, I just wanted to sit with you for a while. She went, Oh god, it's so boring. And off she went, Oh so I've got five minutes with her um but by conning her basically. It's bad, isn't yeah, it? That's that is bad. Why don't you get them to put the Christmas decorations up? Well, because I did do that last year, actually. Do that together. And they just went mad with the sellotape. And then it like it was peeling bits of paint off that I'd just painted oh, no. the playroom. And I just got really cross. So not, no, never again. Not anymore. Oh. <laughs> my daughter went to get the sellotape. My daughter went to get the sellotape out this time around. I went, what why, what, what have you got that for? And she was like, yeah. oh, because I'm going to put this. I said, not with that, you're not. Put it back. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> also, because obviously I've got two children. Mark's got three. So you can't keep track with what they're all doing. And they're all running off to different rooms. And when I looked in the playroom, there's just fucking sellotape all over the shop. I was like, oh, no. Ah. So, um, yeah. Okay, so now you've got to do it all on your own so that sounds you're right i might get a bottle of mulled wine and some christmas music on and then it's okay isn't it get the do you know what i want to get what i always get at christmas which i haven't got yet the thing of twiglets and yeah. also remember we had a twiglet phase last year didn't we and that's i know i'm a bit out, out. I, usually i look forward yeah. to them but i did twiglet off we twiglet overloaded on over twigleted yeah yeah over <laughs> Went to Twiglet rehab. I was going to, I'd look no, like a Twiglet, but that would be okay. No, I'm not the opposite fine. of a Twiglet. But also, them cheese things. What are they oh, called? cheese puffs. No, cheese, cheese balls. No, they're like little cheese 
biscuit things, tiny ones. Oh, they sit yeah, next like, to the Twiglets um, in the shop. I think they're called yeah. cheeselets. Thing. Anyway, them. Mm. I need to get some of them in. So this we get asked all the time, and it's a massive question, so we're going to break it down for you. And it is, how do I go and get more clients on social media? Anna. People think it's just a plug and play, don't they? They think, oh, right, okay, so I'll just get on it, and then I'll make more money, and then they realise that they just can't do that. It's not that straightforward. It's not Or that... they want a one, two, three, do this, yeah. this, this, and that's the money yeah. will come. And it is, you're right, it's not quite. It's not an ATM machine, social media. You don't just put your uh, card in. <laughs> Then out comes the money, unfortunately. Although some people will make you believe that with, you know, talking about, oh, just get your Facebook ads right or just do this. And then you could, for every pound you put in, you'll get three pounds back. And mm. it actually isn't that straightforward. Yeah. Otherwise, everybody would be doing it all the time and no one would need to properly do work. They'd just yeah. put the machine and get three pounds back. We get asked this all the time. And I've deliberately picked this question because of the time of year it is. And, um, one of the things we've been doing, we do this with our masterminders in like a real deep dive, but we've also done it with our academy recently with the masterclass. And the, the thing to start with is goal setting. So it's like saying, oh, yeah, I want to lose weight. That's never going to happen unless you say, right, I'm going to lose, you know, two pounds a week starting on this day by this method. And it is exactly the same with social media. You need to get specific and intentional about what you want to achieve. So, um, you know, think about what your goals are. How much money do you want to make a month? And how many sales do you need to make to get that amount of money? And how many people do you need to talk to to get those sales? And so how many people do you need to fill your world up using social media? So how much do you need to go onto it and how much you need to do and work it back like that? Because just saying I want to make more money doesn't actually give you a a plan to follow yeah. it just like makes you feel intensely frustrated and it's annoying as it used to be years ago when I was in um, recruitment and I worked for managers and they'd be like oh we need to have you you know need to sit down and talk about they used to call it whip which is your work in progress and then all your KPIs and all of that and I personally just wanted to crack on I was like oh just leave and be it'll be fine just you know the money will come in or whatnot but they used to always want to know what the plan was and it does make sense be, and then you'd sit down and you'd work out right so okay if you're going to do 10 sales calls out of 10 sales calls realistically how many people are you are you going to convert into giving you a, a job to fill and then how many candidates do you need for that and it's the exact same thing with your business and how you're going to make money using social media you're not going to make money using social media by just setting up a Facebook page you're not going to make money by just getting yourself on LinkedIn or setting up an Instagram page and often people think oh well, you know I've actually because I've restarted our TikTok so if you want to go and find us just put get Savvy Club in and follow us that would really help because we lost the last one because I accidentally put the wrong number in it's a nightmare put the long, wrong date of birth in so we've gone back to square one but we've started it again and whatnot but it's like on there it's not that easy to just turn up set set your profile up and then that's it you're just going to make a ton of money you do need to think about why you're there and how you how you're going to make the money you don't just make the money like the kids that say oh, i'm going to be a youtuber that's what i'm going to do when i'm a, i'm older or no youtuber that makes decent money even the ones that you think well they're not doing anything of any use they're not doing anything of any use no but they have a theme they've been turning up consistently they've been doing the same thing and their theme even if you don't find it funny what they do somebody else might do and that's what they show up everything we can do and that's why they make their money on youtube so you need to think the same about your business and your goal setting and what, how you want social media to work for you. So start with how much money do you want to make? Mm. And, you know, 
drill it down into what you need to sell to do that. You hear it all the time, don't you? Oh, 10K months, 10K months. And then you ask somebody's price. And if the price of the thing you're selling is £99 and you want to make 10K months, well, work, do the maths. <laughs> how many how many £99 things do you need to sell to make 10 grand every single month? How many people do you need to serve on that model? Maybe you need to look at your pricing. So yeah, work backwards, definitely. Yeah, I think where you are now, you know, Anna's completely right. If you're saying, yeah, I want a 10K month and you actually currently making 500 pounds then that might be a bit of a big leap you might think okay how do I get to a 2k month and how long do I think feasibly it would take me to get there and then let's go up to 5k and what have you and, and so think yeah do think big dream big think long term but also put that into um step by step you know like um lots of people talk about manifesting so saying I am a millionaire I will be you know rich I will have this and, and all of that I completely believe in but then build it into small steps that you're going to achieve to get there and then visualize yourself taking those steps. So um, think about using social media um, as a stepping stone path to get to you the money that you want. Um, so you're not just going to put out one post and go and get a 10K month. Um, it, you're going to have to do a bit more work from that. And we, we've had other quickies um, and podcasts where we've said to you, um, you know, the shortcut is doing the work. And it's the same on social media. You don't need to be on it all day, every day. You can do it in, you know, five or 10 minute bursts, two or three or four times a day. Um, and you could absolutely make results from it doing it that way. But you do, like anything in life, you need to be consistent and you need to break it down into manageable chunks you need the strategy as well you can't because there are lots of people that just say and this is why i was referring to the tiktok actually now which is why i've remembered they'll just they just say hey get your branding right your colors right um uh, this is what their, their advice is about building up their instagram and making money on instagram is they're sort of saying oh get your branding right make sure your logo's on there make sure you do that and they're making it look pretty but where's the making the money bit from that? It just you've just got a pretty looking Instagram that you turn up on every day. That's not that's not sustainable. That just won't work. Um, so you've got to think about call, things like call to actions as well. You know, like it's all very well having great social media, but if you're not points, if people don't know how to buy off of you because it's not clear, then there's, so there's masses, there's masses to it rather than just I just want to make money using social media. It's a whole marketing strategy thing. The back of it, cheaper you can do it, but not just by showing up, creating it and just making it look nice. Yeah, and what's like more, that. it doesn't need to take forever. So don't mm. think this time next year I can get to this position. You can absolutely do it quicker than that and also mm. focus on bringing the money in. So those people that are talking about, you know, just add value, um, just get known for what you do, all of that's right. But if it's not bringing the money in, then you need to shake it up a little bit. And we talk to people all the time that are just putting load, loads of work in and not getting the returns. And we're like, okay, we need to get intentional about what are the actions to do to make the money. And that's what you need to focus on. Yeah. If you need help with that, give us a call. Yep, it's the kind of thing we go through on our masterminds, our one-to-oneers, our one-to-oneers. Oh my gosh, they often have it all. It's done. They've done all the programs. They've done all the things. They're great at what they do. It's all there. They just haven't implemented it. I actually did a Facebook Live about implementation earlier on today about like 2022 be the year you implement this shit that you actually learn. Oh no, it's going to be an E1 now, isn't it? Now I've said the S word, but yeah, implement it um, and get you know get get actually making money from this stuff not not just um taking another course or looking at a different yeah. thing actually get things get things now and i love it because we had a, a voice uh, not a voice note a messenger message from our one-to-one -one person we had a meeting with yesterday and then he sent us a message saying best session yet loved it and they just i yeah. love that don't you yeah exactly yeah yeah that came out of nowhere i felt yeah 
Really I think all, all our sessions are great, but obviously that was just a little bit, little bit more, a little bit more like a cherry, cherry on the on the cake or icing on the cake or whatever you call it. So yeah, if you don't forget, uh, give us a review, please. Review review the podcast, share it, tag us if you want a, uh, an opportunity to win that book. Uh, which oh, I'm, I'm going to do that because I'd like to win it. No, you can't win it. It's against the rules. It's against and the T's and C's. This pseudo name that I used when I'm trolling. Pick one of your many names. We'll <laughs> <laughs> get it on. I know. I just had to do web chat to Vodafone to try and sort out a bill. And they were saying, because we've had it so long, they were saying, what email address is it? Or what name is the account under? And I've had it literally that account since I was married to my last husband. So I was like, well, it could be this name, or it could be that name, or it could be or it could be that. Now it's given four choices, which is slightly embarrassing <laughs> and doesn't sound dodgy at all, does it? Yeah, but, they're like, hang on a minute that's modern <laughs> life like um like they've probably got some like code word against your thing like to to keep an eye on what you're doing and who you are this person doesn't sound a real authentic person it's uh could be pretending and that's with two else. husbands imagine these people who have more oh god yeah be confusing just yeah. stick to the name you're born with Good don't advice. marry anyone <laughs> Well, oh, no, you could get married, but keep Tip your name. Tip of the day. No, I would. Keep your name. Start, the start, the I've changed it now, but I'd always, I'd stick mm. with my maiden name, the one you've always had your whole life like you have. Yeah. Um, even though I didn't really like it. But. Yeah, you didn't really like You weren't on board with it, was you? Because people couldn't spell it or pronounce it. Well, they used to, it's not that. It's that people actually argue with me about how you pronounced it, <laughs> which was hilarious. Like once I was trying to book a theatre ticket on the phone and the man went, because um, it was Langer, German, L-A-N-G-E. And he said, well, it would have an R. And I said, it hasn't got an R. And he said, well, Lang. I went, well, it's pronounced Langer. Well, it must have an R. No, it doesn't have an R. Well, it must be pronounced Lang then. <laughs> my fucking name. <laughs> I know, it's my name. But yeah, so when you're young, that kind of thing bothers you, doesn't it now? Like, mm. It wouldn't bother me at all. I'd say yeah. pronounce it as you want. All right, well, have a fantastic rest of the week, guys. And we'll see you all on the next episode. Bye. Bye. That was Marketing Made Easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club. If you enjoyed it, join our Facebook group. Just search Get Savvy Club.